magic number three. Somewhere in this hip-hop soul community Was born three, they still me, and that's the magic number Hello and welcome to Zbrojovcast, the English language Zbrojovka Bono podcast that nobody asked for. My name is David. And I'm the Vedos co-presenter. <laughs> Vedos presents, co-presenter. Yeah. Um, the uh, beautiful tones you're hearing underneath us are, Sam? De, de Lassel. De Lassel. De Lassel. That's right, yes. De Lassel. Used to have a, used to have a, bucket, um, a wee thing of that underneath my sink for you know, clogging the De Lassel. Good. Um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, the magic number because three, season three was Royal Cast. Yeah, we're now um, sponsored by the UK network provider, Three, <laughs> who can get you a fantastic deal on tablet, handset or internet coverage. You can't see it now, but it's uh, across the front and the shoulders of my shirt. So, yeah. <laughs> it's all over your living room as well. It is, yeah. It's it's now David's living room, brought to you by three. <laughs> Got that dancing pony in it as well. It's brilliant. He's, a, he's ways over there, though. You can't really hear the hooves. But, uh, yes. If you hadn't noticed, that satire, ladies and gentlemen, that season-opening satire. So I hope you enjoyed that. Actually... Also, not a satire, a pony. That was a Greek mythology joke. Okay. How has this podcast survived into its third season campaign of Zbarovka Borno, David? Well, you would hope the first two seasons are growing pains and that this is going to improve, but I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think to so. To be honest. Um, basically, um, apropos of that, we've got all your favourites. We've got this, we've got... <laughs> favourites. A- yeah. We've got a look back at the game against uh, the games against Sparta and Bohemka, the two Prague games. We've got, of course, Beer of the Podcast. We've got Hot or Not. We've got a preview of the game uh, against Zlin in a couple of weeks. Um, We've got uh, a different outro this week and a mild threat, which might induce you, listener, to uh, send us some ideas. And uh, we're also going to hear from Jakob Alexeyevich Chernin because we haven't heard from him for a while. So uh, all good stuff. Let's get right into it. Let's So Sparta, is it? Tis, said Aunt Helga. Twas, I suppose. Twas indeed, Because it was yeah. uh, a weekend ago. Twas. Our grand season opener, the curtain raiser, one might say, yes. on, uh, on the uh, our campaign in the Fortuna semicolon Liga. Or colon, colon Liga. I always get those yeah. confused. Yeah. All right. Fortuna, colon, colon. Liga. Liga. Yeah, um... There was a sort of a, I mean, as much fanfare as you can have for a game with no away fans and a limited number of home fans. But fanfare there was. And uh, yes, it was looking fairly hopeful until about three minutes in. Yes. Uh, yeah, it started not well. Poor old Yudka Floda's first touch of the ball was to pluck it out the back of the net, which uh, pretty much set the tone for the first half from then on. Um, what did you reckon? Um, overall, I made a couple of notes, um, and all of the notes are universally negative, um, okay. I must say, at this thing. Um, like, I mean, to be honest, I think I certainly came into the match uh, expecting to lose, mm-hmm. as I think you would against a team who is, uh, you know, who finished strongly last season, who have, to be honest, a far better squad against a team that's been promoted and not promoted as champions either, promoted as the second best in the second league. And I think... 
if to, I mean, we'll go into the goals and things like that in, in a bit more detail, I'm sure. But overall, I thought that the uh, Sparta performance against Brojovka was very similar to the way that um, Brojovka played against teams like Vlashim, teams like yes. Vishehrad, yeah. who there was just an absolute gulf in quality. You have some inexperience. You have players that aren't always comfortable on the ball, don't know how to defend sometimes, and it just came off as kind of amateurish. Um, the first half was a massacre, I would say. Yeah. I think I think amateurish is slightly unfair. I think they just looked a bit shell-shocked, to be honest. I think the same as with any team going up a level... No matter how high up you are, you know, if you're if you're in the, you know, the eighth step of the pyramid and you go up to the seventh step, it it's still a step up. And the thing that you notice as you go up the league, and the thing that for me was the most noticeable here was just they looked utterly shocked at how little time they had on the ball, which is mm-hmm. which is what this league is all about. Sparta yeah. were one touch, move it, one touch, one touch, one touch. They knew instinctively where everyone else was. We were touch to control, touch to get it out your feet, look up, wallop, you've been tackled. Yeah. It? yeah they, it, but that was sort of what I expected because the gulf in quality, not just bet- well, not necessarily between the first and second leagues because the bottom of the second league is not that good, but the gulf in quality between, as you said, the team who finished second and the team who will be challenging for the title this year... In and it was our first game was vast and yeah. it was not unexpected. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can I can justify this comment comment somewhat. Um, actually, first of all, I do think that Sparta Prague will be challenging for the title this season. Um, I think they've um, I think they've bought well. I think they've they've played well, uh, and you know, it was quite interesting that some of the the football sites and the news sites were potentially calling this sort of a tricky encounter or a hard first game for for Sparta, a real test of that, you know. That was never going to happen. No. um, We also should point out, if you don't know the score, it was um, Zborovka Brno 1, Sparta Prague 4. But I was looking through things again, and I was looking through the goals again in particular, and a couple of the goals I find actually disgraceful in some ways. (laughs) Like, so... One thing that I, I think that we both mentioned in our last episode was that the big worry in this Borovka Borno team generally is drumroll defence. And I don't think that we can defend well at all. Uh, the, the first goal, because the first goal is basically just a ball over the top of the midfield completely. And then you have Vindheim, who is completely by himself on the other side of the pitch, who then you know is able to advance the ball about five five yards and then sort of smack it into the net. And I think that sort of did set a tone. Sure. Um, I'm going to come to our defence slightly here. I'm, I'm going to, uh, you know, play the devil's advocate side of the coin to your, you know, what is going to be a pretty negative review, I think. But <laughs> yeah. but our back four, not really a back four. I mean, Agreed. Stepanovsky, who has done well at fullback since he's been turned into a fullback. Pepe Schural, who is a fullback and was playing at centre-half. Uh, a 17-year-old Endel in his only only his third, fourth start for the club mm-hmm. ever, and Honza Moravets, who is a brand new signing. Yeah. So as a back four, not the most solid. Yeah. So 
I, you know, I, there, there are yeah. excuses to be made. There are reasons I, this was a complete shit show. I actually have this under the Bohemka bit of my of my notes, but I'm just going to put it in here just because I think All it right. works as well. It just says that defense without Drexa is brutal. <laughs> Uh, yes, um, Drexer, who's been made captain for this season, actually, so mm-hmm. step captaining the side for both mm-hmm. of these, yeah. uh, both of these games. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that every week that defense is going to have to deal with the likes of Bozic's Dodge Cal and Adam Hozek. Yeah, who <laughs> ripped us a new one, Hozek and Dodge Cal together. Taking the, Dear I mean, me. he was taking the piss, wasn't he? Like, I mean, there was that um, Hozek chance where he. Gets the ball on the side of the box, beats three players, and gets a shot on target. I believe he he also managed a backheel oh, nutmeg at one point, that's, which is utterly it's unreal. Terrible! I shouldn't watch that. I shouldn't be watching that all the time because against my team, it's filthy. It, it's really good. I had on a loop. Um, yeah, <laughs> just to gif on a but loop. It's, oh. it's also the sort of thing that that gets me right is that people. Okay, so Dodge Cal has had a bit of a tough time, you know, with uh, with injury. I believe, like, I mean, he's been out for for quite some time. Um, and so on but he's you know he's a threatening attacking midfielder right so like when you know there's a ball played through the corridor and nobody appears to know where he is that's Mm. a concern and then he apparently has that you know that's so easy that we ended up standing off him for the fourth goal and it's things like that there's just like i mean as we'll come on to um in in the Bohemka game, there are other sides of our squad that I think are really quite positive and and, and look quite good. But that defense just will give me sleepless nights unless something's done about yeah. it. You I know? mean, it's it's very makeshift for the time being. As you said, we're 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 without Drexer, um, Christufek. I don't know whether he will ever return. I I think it's that's gone at this point. I think that's really gone. Um, Yuri Kotala, I fail to believe exists mm-hmm. at this point. I don't know what what he's made of, if it's balsa wood or ice or biscuits or something, but mm-hmm. like, yeah, I think he's done and dusted mm-hmm. as well. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um it it's about ironing out mistakes, I think. And there will be I mean, every defense is going to make mistakes throughout the season. Every team is going to do that. What sort of concerns me is that if we are making mistakes that we recognized uh, last season that aren't there's nothing getting done about them um, I keep harping on about these mistakes towards the end of the season but lit- lit- almost every single goal that we conceded since May has been some sort of defensive error and when you have teams of just superb quality as it pains me to say about Sparta Prague you're just going to get punished and you're going to lose by three goals. You're going to lose by four goals. Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I agree, but I don't, you know, I don't want to be too hard on, yeah. on, you know, the boys who, <laughs> yeah. who won't be listening to yeah. this, obviously. But, um, you know, I, so by the end of the first half, it was 4-0. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now it was, one of the second half. And it, was, and it was game over, basically. Like, Sparta took their foot off the pedal, fairly obviously, for the yeah. second half. Uh, we got one goal back. It's a great goal. Uh, Stepanovsky with a lovely volley, which... Only w- scores blinders which right now, doesn't he? we put on social media, so have a look back there. We put it up about a week ago. And um, it is a, it's it's one of the angriest hits of a football I've seen for a long time. There was, there, there was one of three things going to happen. Number one, it was going to go through someone's flat window in Kralova Polo somewhere. Mm-hmm. Number two, it was going to kill Milan Hetcher in the in the uh, Sparta goal. Or three, it was going in the net. 
the look on his face is one of just pure rage as he hits it. And I very much enjoyed that. I thought that was brilliant. Yeah. And it's a it's a hell of a hit, to be fair. So yeah, four one it finished. Um in torrential rain as well, by the way. It really it was really came down, didn't it? Very bad. Um the weather uh it, it was wasn't as bad like shades of uh, a few seasons ago where our first game of the season against which was against slavia at home i remember was a uh, called off for waterlogged pitch in august so very very similar scenes there but it wasn't, yeah was wasn't that the one where pavel nearly got killed by a tree yeah that's that one and then when one of your former um former students when you were a teacher was basically um mooning the Oh yes, that was support. funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was also one. Uh, my brother was over one summer, and we went to a game uh, against Sparta actually with Sean, and it was unbelievably, just ridiculously wet. You know, lightning over the over the not over the Tatras, <laughs> over Krawapole again, and actually on the tram up previously we had all been bemoaning the state of. Uh, fans who leave before the final whistle for any reason. Yeah. And after 60 minutes, the heavens opened. Mm-hmm. We were all yeah. in shorts and T-shirts, yeah. not me in shorts, obviously, yeah. but in T-shirts, absolutely shivering our asses off and no one was going to be the first one to go. Do you want to sack it off? No. Yeah. Stay until a bitter end. We're here now and we can't leave, we can't leave now. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, it was, a, it was an end. It was a... It was a game that happened. What, what what are we supposed to, you know, journalistically oblige um, here? It was uh, a tough lesson. Oh, welcome to the welcome to yes, the, exactly to the top league. Welcome to the first league. Yes, exactly. But it's done and dusted, out of the way now. Onto the main we, business of the season. Yeah, I mean that's the, that's the best thing about it. Like we only have to play them once more in a stadium that we've got one point in ten years. Not our battle, Sam. Not our battle. Um, on my list, I have beer of the podcast next. How do you feel about that, or shall we do something else? Let's. We can have a beer of the podcast now. All right. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's do that. Podcast, it is. Um, it's my choice this week, and this is from a small pub called Oranjova in Lishen. Because I went to Lishen with the boys from the Blanskill Club Asa. Mm-hmm. Hello, lads. Hello, to, lads. To uh, watch Blansko get defeated 4 1 by Lishen. Uh, a similar 4 1, in yeah. fact. A good, a good, uh, a good game for the spec, for the a good for neutral. Uh, a good game for the neutral, yes, and um, another realization of why Pavel Holowska should not be allowed anywhere near a goal. But uh, that's by the by. Today we have this is a Polish beer. Oh, um, Oranjewa, by the way. I would recommend from the outside. It just looks like any other random suburban crappy little one-unit pub, but they had. I think sort of eight or nine interesting beers on tap. They had a huge fridge full of probably about 30, 35 different beers and a massive storeroom with them all in. Wow. So I would very much, rec- if you're ever in Li Shen, I know it's a bit of a ball ache to get there, 
But uh, yeah, so we have. I've got the cans down here. They're in big half-liter cans. Yeah, we don't always have a can on the. Uh, this is podcast, from Brovar Beerbant, and it is called Muffy Blueberry Muffin Pastry Sour. It's six point four percent. It's proper oh, falling over water. Jesus. Oh no, oh, man. You know, blueberry muffin pastry sour. Um, f- for those those who listen who know me, um, they'll know that um, I. Uh, quit smoking uh, a while ago, and right. now I, you know, I use the electronic cigarette in a vape. This just sounds like a vape flavor, raspberry muffin pastry, blueberry muffin, blueberry. And I can't even read. Yeah. Wow. Um, so yeah, it's a six point four percent, which also has the check thing. So it's a nineteen degree. If you uh, want to read it that way. Yeah, from Peter Zikovica. I. Don't know where that is. My favorite okay. thing, my favorite thing on this uh, by far is the big circle that says plus eighteen, and beside it just says alcohol. Full stop. <laughs> I mean, it's not wrong. Um, can we just like uh, just? It also of... says drink fresh from can on the side there, which we are not. We're drinking fresh, having de- decanted into glass. I mean, I love a Polish W, by the way, like a W, like an L with a line through yeah, it. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. This is good. Okay, so shall we? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. Shall um, we? Shall we dive in? Do you know what? I'm really pleased. Actually, shall we? Shall we, shall we dive into the muff, as it were? Good. Sorry. Yes. All I'm gonna say is that um, this has come at a good time because in case this goes horribly wrong, um, the roadworks on Viverti have um, have ceased and trams are now running there. Oh, are they? So I'm not gonna have to like stumble home. Oh, good. A couple well, of that's, not, that's good to know then. Right. It's it's very, very dark red in colour. Very I'll see dark red. I if I can get indeed. anything now because my initial smell of it, I thought it smelled something like a cross between Orangina and Turkish Delight. It now smells slightly like. slightly like gin and lemonade. It does it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it smells like to me. So, I think, here we go. You're, uh, right, I'll go first then. Okay, um, go, it's sweet. Oh, it's very sweet. You can, however... Fucking hell, David. You can taste the pastry, though. That tastes like a blueberry pastry. It actually does taste like a blueberry muffin. That's unbelievable. How have they managed that? Um, It tastes like a... It tastes like blueberry muffin. I have so many questions That's right unbelievable. Now. That is that is dangerous shit. That's though, so that's, good. Because you cannot you cannot get any sort of note of alcohol there. There's no like um, there's no bitterness no. really. I mean, uh, my my initial shriek of sweetness. Oh, the aftertaste as well is just like crumbs. Oh my god. Once you've got over the sweetness, your next mouthful is absolutely fine, and that is bloody glorious. That's How have they mental. done that? This is this is just like it's going to be a fifteen minute section. It's going. Ah, what? <laughs> More of this sort of thing, please, brewers of the world. This is probably the most unique one that we've had mm. on um, Zbrojovcast so Definitely. far. This is uh, this is this is almost laying down a gauntlet to um, um, to Mister Pitrocha. <laughs> yes, like, Adam, if you're listening, yeah, get some cake involved. Yeah, because he's got all the mad hazy fruity sort of session ales. So, wow, how'd you do this? You're just like, mmm, needs more cake. And you just like... I don't know. It's additive or something, but, but like, it's yeah. mad. That is unreal. 
I've already taken a photo of this, so this is going up on social almost mm. immediately, because my word. Cool. It starts off like orangeade still. Yeah, that sourness. Slightly, yeah. And then it just sort of goes into... Just cake. That's fine. Were these, because they're, I know that they're not from the Czech Republic, were these quite expensive cans? No, I, I think they were 50 each. Yeah, I think they were 50 crowns each. I think. For a, for a half litre can of very strong, imported, very delicious craft. I'd pay that again. That's, that's less than some of the festivals that do these weird stuff in yeah. town. That's great. It's really, really superb. Wow, fantastic. I guess that we're going to have to take in um, a, a session at Oranjova then at some point. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's pretty the podcast. We're just... We're just going to sit here in stunned, delicious silence for a while, and then we are going to talk about what happened against Bohemka. Right then, Sunday evening, we played host to the uh, kangaroo fans of uh, Vršovica, otherwise known as Bohemians Prague. Yes, uh, with an away sector. Yes, that was nice to see, wasn't it? Yeah, which has been winding up Sparta people on the internet, which has been good. Good, yeah. Oh, I couldn't make Get it around you. Yeah. Uh, also, um, sector confusion with us as well. Yes. So, um, before the um, the new rules, or some new rules um, regarding um, everyone's favourite um, viral disease... Um, came in um, today, actually, um, for, for some stuff, but also the last few weeks. Um, there was a change to um, capacities and things like that and social distancing in, in football stadiums and so on. So this came in a little bit too late for the Sparta game because tickets had already been sold mm-hmm. and they allowed it. It did not come in too late for the Bohemians game. So uh, when I went in... Um, or well, tried to go in. Yeah, to the stadium. I was turned away and told to go to the other uh, entrance to use my season ticket, uh, which is behind a big uh, fence. So me and um, John um, saw our the first 45 of this um, in an entirely different part of the stadium and one that I'm not used to. And we decided to take advantage of that by going right up to the end bit beside mm-hmm. the away fans and basically seeing the exact opposite you know, the angle that yeah. we watch the game in usually. And it, it took um, a phone call to security by everybody's favourite local councillor, Marek Fisher, to, to get us to where we belong. Yes. Thank you, Marek. I did, like, he he um, came into the ground like 30 seconds after kickoff and looked slightly confused as to why me and Pavel were there and you two weren't. Mm-hmm. And I explained it and he, did, he sort of went, okay. Sam, tell, tell Sam to keep his phone on. And not to move, I will make a couple of phone calls and be ready. <laughs> and ready you were, because at half time he hoiked you out yeah. somehow of your sort of, you know, bit you'd been thrown into. Yeah. And uh, for the second half, uh, everyone was uh, back together and happy. Yeah, because the weird bit actually is they didn't even um, they didn't even scan our season tickets going into that end. Hmm. I had it out ready for them to beep, and I was I was ready for. I mean, it is not the. Can I just put out as well? This is not some great injustice. This is not no, the no, worst no, thing no, in the no, world. No. I can still go into the football, and I can still legally, you know, and enjoy my ninety minutes. Well, it's Borovka, so you should sometimes enjoy, but it's pretty much because I believe both of us have season tickets right slap bang in the middle of that fence. Yeah, and it's a case of a row 
you know, yeah, yeah, other, yeah, yeah. which done it. Um, because we don't use our seats. We um, no. stand at a part of the ground that we think there offers a better view and that yeah. we can stand without annoying people. So that was happy. That was fun. Anyway, an interesting I mean, story. However, if there are people standing there, I make it my business to annoy them. So, you know, because that's our bit. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, t- talking of um, annoying... <laughs> Don't you know who I am? I have a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, actually... Shout- yes, yes. <laughs> I know exactly what you're going to say. Um, yeah. While we come to this, shout out to the two Slovak lads who... Um, outside Scala. Who, yeah. We, um, before the Sparta game, we were sitting having a couple of pints outside Scala and they sat down next to us, heard us talking for about 30 seconds, leaned across and said, excuse me, are you the two guys who have the podcast? We confirmed that we were. And I said, oh, that's great. Do you listen to it? And they said, no. But we know people who do. So we are now infiltrating the... I don't use cocaine myself. The fabric of daily life of Bono and Slovaks in general. So that's fun. Anyway... um, Nil-nil it was. Wrong the changes, though. <laughs> yes, exactly. Wrong the changes. The starting lineup uh, included a changing goalkeeper, uh, Martin Schuster, coming in. I suspect that young Floder might have been injured because we saw him the day before yes. uh, watching the Blansko game uh, with some of his old pals, I suppose, mm-hmm. uh, for Blansko. So Schuster in goal. Step retained his place, as did Schural. But then Chernin came in. Uh, for Endel, uh, Moravets uh, retained his place at fullback. There's no one else to do it there. And then midfield, uh, Vanek, who had played her uh, 45 minutes against Sparta uh, as a sub. Sedlak kept his place, as did Cedemak, as did Folsek. But then up front, uh, Tonda Rusek was joined by uh, Hansa Hladik instead mm-hmm. of Pikistal. Yeah. It, um, actually... I mean, it's a four-four-two in paper. It played like a four-two-three-one. I thought with um, Vanek um, sitting really right behind Rusek for a lot of it, and um, sort of Hladik sort of drifting out um, and doing bits. Yeah, I mean, the team sheet had Vanek on the left wing. That was not going to happen. He so, is yeah, central. He's he yeah, always he, going to be a central player. Yeah, he sort of drifted around into mm-hmm. you know pockets of space, and Rusek, surprisingly, for somebody who is. He's a decent size, but he's not, you know, he's not big. Yeah. Did a a, a very good job of being a sort of a target man. Mm-hmm. His, I, I sort of talked about this uh, towards the end of last season as his speciality became in sort of ghosting into like near post headed goals. His heading and his ball retention has really, mm-hmm. really come on. Yeah. Like it's, it's a, it's. It's becoming a really important part of his game now. It's going to be incredibly hard to keep him at Zbrojovka. It will be, yeah. So really, we have to make the most of it while he's still there. Make the most of it we, well, neither team did. Really. (laughs) I mean, they were both as bad as each other. I would say we edged it, but it was a lot more like top end of second division games that we played. Yeah, I'm... Straight off the bat, before I lose this as my train of thought, um, I think that um, people online that consider this two points dropped are absolutely delusional. Yeah. Um, this is, uh, like, for as long as I've been sort of around the country, that's probably the best Bohemian scene that I can re- uh, um, result in the league that I could remember last season. They were... Bogey team they are, aren't they? 90 minutes from Europe, let's remember as well, in that weird sort of playoff sort of thing. Um, had a very strong second half of the season. Um, play, admittedly a poor Mlada Boleslav, but beat them 4-0, 4-0 opening day. 
And I thought that in terms of the chances, although the chances were reasonably even, there were two absolute um, howlers from Bohemians that kept us really in the game in the first half. Um, so I don't think it's two, um, two points dropped at all. Um, you're no. looking a bit confused. No, 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 I, no, I, it's, um, yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, I wanted something out of this game, mm-hmm. a draw or a win, like a loss would have been not, not for points purposes, but for morale purposes. It's nice just to get something on the board already because Absolutely. there are three or four teams that haven't yet. So confidence wise. Yeah. Yeah. So I think like that's, that's fine. And Again, with a with a pretty makeshift team, to be honest, you know, I'm I'm perfectly happy with a point from this. I thought I'm I think that's fine. Looked ten times better. Yeah, um, I have a couple of thoughts as well. I'm um, sure you do. Um, Martin Schuster, David. Yes, I don't think he's that good. I don't think he is either. But imagine if Halowska had been in there. Yeah, like the (laughs) the biggest chance I was thinking of um, actually is when um, Schuster um, completely loses control when trying to take the ball at feet. Uh, Basically, is left with uh, well, Chronic is left with an open goal to sort of shoot at. With obviously there's there's, um, Maravets as the covering defender on the post, but um, just somehow skies it rather than getting it on target when he has the whole goal aim at. Thought we had a got um got off with one there. Also, what I thought was a reasonably yes, okay, one of these annoying sort of ground shots that sort of bumps a bit, but he also just completely misreads it. I know and it goes exactly off the post. which one you're talking about. Yeah, he he's yeah he's a better option than Halowska, but yeah, I mean, good save at the end of the first half. I'll say that was true. That. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, he's. Fine if we play him in the cup. Like I said, I I don't think he's gonna be there. Like I, you know, I have no idea what mm-hmm. condition Floder's in, but like I was just assuming that he was playing there because Floder had got some sort of knock. Because Floder was on the bench, so I'm sure could have been used, but mm-hmm. just a, does not inspire confidence necessarily. Mm. I don't know if I want to play him in the cup when I want to win the cup, but um, <laughs> that gives a quick seg uh, to something that I forgot to write down, which is that. We have got the draw for the for the cup. Yes, um, we go in the second round. Um, like most of the teams in the top flight, with the exception of Pardubice, who <laughs> lost to Clad was it Kladno in round one? Madness. Um, we'll be kicking off against our friends at Slovan Rosica yes, away, which is a lovely stadium and a lovely um, ground. That's a Wednesday after Zlin, isn't it? I believe so. Thirteenth yes. or fourteenth of September. I Worth think. getting down yeah. to this time because you missed it last. Yes, uh, I did. And yeah, mm-hmm. there's uh, that. One more brief thing on the game. Yeah, go on. Um, I, we don't. I don't usually um, mention this at all, but I thought that um, Zbigniew Proske, the referee, mm-hmm. had a very good game. I thought he. Yeah, al- fair enough, I thought yeah. he allowed the game to um, to flow. Um, there weren't that too many um, tough decisions to make. I think he got all of them reasonably spot on and um, was prepared to let the game sort of play on rather than give out a lot of needless um, yellow cards, which a lot of referees seem to do. I think there was only one card each for each team, and that came, I think, in the last 10 minutes. He's one of the more respected senior refs in the league, though. I, thought, yeah. I thought he was good. Yeah, he, yeah he's, he's, uh, he's decent enough. Um, 
Oh, um, I remember something I was going to mention about the Sparta game, which I didn't because he wasn't involved. You know, Sparta have a forward from Ghana called Benjamin... Tete? Yeah. Yeah. Now, his surname is spelled T-T-T-E-H. Yes. Which, in my head, I always read in a Yorkshire accent. Tete. 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 That's all I have to say about that. Oh, good. I just think it's a very Yorkshire name. Mm-hmm. Tete. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry, that was... Uh, that was. Uh, yeah, I just had it noted and thought it was... Funny. Maybe I was misguided there. I think I was. Anyway, talking of not funny and slightly misguided... We've got a story from Jakob Alexeyevich Chernin coming up right now. The continuing saga of Jakob Alexeyevich Chernin. I'm going to have to look away for this. Man. Are you ready? What? Oh, come on. Yeah. No, I'm gonna, I, could, I'm, I could sense you slightly sort of I'm going collapsing. To, I'm going to right. get the reacts, aren't I? Man? All right. Okay. I hope he's out of orphanage number four now. But <laughs> he is. All right. He's going to look <clears> forward to <throat> take it in. In a village to the east of St. Petersburg lived a shoemaker by the name of Jakob Alexeyevich Chernin. He was famous not only for his skill with his leatherworking tools, but also for his prodigious appetite for alcohol. People would marvel at his fortitude, for it seemed that no matter how much he drank, he would remain upright and lucid. Foolish men had challenged him to drinking contests, and each had been dispatched with a raised glass and a smile. <laughs> You're right there. The unquenchable journey. <laughs> After one such ill-advised contest, and as the loser was being dragged to the horse trough by the locals in an attempt to revive him, the owner of the village pub begged a question of the stout Jakob Alexeyevich. Jakob Alexeyevich, he inquired, could you drink half a litre of vodka in one gulp? <laughs> yes, of course, smiled the shoemaker. Tell me this then, could you drink a whole litre? <laughs> a challenge I'd gladly take laughed Jakob Alexeyevich. Consider a barrel of vodka. Then, surely, that would be too much. Bring it to me, bellowed the craftsman. What about this then, said the barman with a knowing glint in his eye. Could you drink a river of vodka? Jakob Alexeyevich fixed him with a glare. Don't be ridiculous, he said. Where would I get a large enough pickle? I'm sorry. I was. I was. I was. How is Jakob Alexeyevich turning turned like turned into <laughs> Jockey Wilson, man? Like <laughs> he's a he's a he's a character of many talents. I feel you were going to try and put on a hammed up Russian accent, but couldn't fully commit. I couldn't fully commit because I was already <laughs> sort of laughing because this is a scribbled attempt just before you arrived, and I I, I couldn't get my Chernin accent out. I'm afraid. But uh, yeah, there he is. A welcome return for Jakob Alexeyevich, I feel. It's been a long time. It has been a long time. An irregular, but you know, it's like a seldom seen friend. I think friend is pushing it. 
But uh, <laughs> yeah, a seldom seen mild irritant, but there he is, uh, Jakob Alexeyevich with uh, his theme song behind him as well. So that's nice. Hot or not? Hot or not? If it's hot or not, it's all right, it's all right, it's all right. If it's hot or not, if you use it, it's all right, it's all right, it's all right. If it's hot or not, that's all right with me. Is that the vaccines? It is. It's in a tribute to Vice's uh, landfill indie. It certainly is. That's list. exactly what it is. Good. Yeah, that's uh, If You Wanna by the, yeah. by the vaccines. In, in a hot or not style. Well, ask David, for the hot or not section, well, do you? Do you really want to? Do you? Yes. What? Good. Um, I have one hot and two knots, and you've got one each. One each, believe. yeah. Um, I can give you a hot first. Give, give me a hot. A, it's a relatively serious one, but it's, it's, okay. it's nice news anyway. Um, there has been... A survey or some research done into um, uh, tweeting. Okay. And, um, I mean, this is fairly local, but it is quite a nice thing to see. Um, Over the last two years, in Liverpool, where they did the survey, they did um, a... um, Well, they... They looked at uh, 15 million tweets right. uh, from the city of Liverpool, and there was a massive drop in um, anti-Muslim rhetoric and associated crimes. A 20% drop. Good. Uh, they blame... I say blame this on, they tribute it to the fact that uh, uh, Mo Salah is uh, there. Um, oh, I see. So actually, no, sorry, I, I've actually got my, my number slightly wrong. It's a 20% drop in anti-Muslim hate crime and a 53% drop in anti-Muslim tweets. Oh, good. So that's nice, uh-huh. isn't it? So that it, is good. Yeah, it shows that just, you know, people yeah. having their minds uh, changed or seeing that... Uh, yeah. So that's, that that's is, quite nice. I like that, that as a hot. That is very good. My, my hot feels really shallow now. Oh, all right, fair enough. Yeah. What's yours? Mick Van Buren loan deal at Cheska Budiewice. <laughs> Nick Van Buren, a former president and an abolitionist. It's not him, is it? No, it's, it's Mick no. Van Buren, f- formerly of Ede or Den Haag yes. and Slavia Prague, who's gone on six months to Czeska Budivica, Slavia Prague. which I think might be the best bit of business that's happened in this transfer window. And raises questions about why can't we get somebody like that? Yeah, transfer raises new and troubling questions. Yeah, so I think that's really good, even if it is just for six months, get him some game time because he's getting frozen out by some other players, I think, in the, yeah. in the uh, Slavia squad. So I thought that was really good. Okay. Might enough. have gone a bit league serious again. I don't know. Now, now that we're back with the big boys. You've got, you've got two knots. Yes. Give us a knot then. Victoria Pilsen, David. Um, <laughs> Why so? Um, our friends at Victoria Pilsen have had a really dreadful week. Um, they, oh, yes, they um, have had a full yeah, week. Actually, I mean, they, leading yeah. until the 90 plus fifth minute um, against Ezzet Alkmaar in a game that they were supposed to lose in the um, in the Chumps League um, qualifying, uh, only to then go out 3-1 after extra time and then following it up by getting pumped off Slovan Liberets. Yeah. Which I think is not a good look for a team that will have... 
uh, Sparta Prague breathing down their necks for that at least second place this season. Also, um, uh, their uh, opening game got a damn good scare against Opava as well. Oh, they, they scored first Opava, didn't they? Yeah. I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Opava got a man sent off and I think they collapsed after that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, probably right? got a penalty or They whatever, don't look like the yeah. team that they maybe were a wee while ago, yeah. so... Yeah, so that's the that's the one of the knots. Anyway, right. you're not David. <clears throat> um, my knot, I consider it to be a hot, but I like the most Salah thing. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a knot just because it's sort of pathetic, but it's also sort of hilarious. Oh, good. Um, Dan uh, Watson sent me the. I don't know if it's his signing announcement, but uh, Spurs have signed Gary Doherty from Wolves. Yes. Right? Have you seen this video? Is this the video where he's deleting tweets? Yes, yes. where he's <laughs> deleting tweets uh, uh, professing his love for Arsenal, mm-hmm. right? Which, initially, you think, hey, that might be a, you know, now you're signing for Spurs, maybe that's a good angle. It's not a good angle. It's the most tiny, tiny club thing you can do. Because basically... The angle they should have spun is, we've signed Gary Doherty, he's been an Arsenal fan all his life, but he's chosen us. Yes. You know, we are so much bigger now and we can compete with clubs of this size now that Gary Doherty, lifelong Arsenal fan, has chosen to join Spurs. That's the angle you want to go at. Mm -hmm. What this looks like is, we are so tiny and so pathetic that we cannot even countenance having somebody who is a fan of our rivals join our club. Mm-hmm. It's really yeah. pathetic and very, very funny. It's playing up to a very specific um, part of football culture, which is this Twitter reply guy thing where everyone's a nonce and things called ultimate footy sport Bible, um, you know, share these sorts of things around and use, you know, sort of like clap emoji, clap emoji, class from yeah. team laughing Crying with laughing, crying with laughing, crying with laughing emoji. Yeah, like, absolute class, fire, fire, fire. I mean, I I think that football should be open and accessible to all, but fucking hell, man. Like, sometimes there should be at least a fucking IQ policy. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, that's a really good one. Um, especially, actually, earlier on, did you see the uh, Arsenal signed a youth guy called Salah? Um, uh, no. Like he was, his middle name Salah or something like that. And I then they gave him is, on the main I Twitter. I bet that is SEO-tastic. It's all that's if you if you if you're doing SEO for websites, Arsenal hyphen Salah hyphen signing hyphen that is gold. It's absolute gold. Got to bring in those clicks somehow, man. Yeah, sweet sweet clicks. Yeah. Uh, you have a final knock. Yeah, you like this one, David. On. It's Vedos Arena. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. You've even you've even slammed your notes down. You can do this without notes, can you? Yeah. It's not really about Vedos Arena, but it sort of is, right? Okay, so uh, I have absolutely no problem with the club having a sponsor for the stadium and a renaming of the stadium for this season. None whatsoever, because we need money to stay afloat during these trying times. I even don't have too much of a problem with the... I mean, every single surface now has the word Vedos on it. I don't even know what they do. Are they a web hoster or something? I think so, yeah. Right, it's just absolutely everywhere. Or web security or something. Something to do with computers. Fair enough. It's distracting as fuck. But B, if it's... Well, it's not an arena, first of all. It's a (laughs) stadion. And then second of all... It's it's barely a stadion. If you're going to do stuff, actually make a little bit of improvement. Like, I know we're not going to be in there so long, but like... 
having to queue up for over half an hour to get pints when you knew more people would be there and you knew that beer shed would open again, it's still, mm. it's like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, come on, it's now ruining my enjoyment of the game. Other people queuing for beer, of course. Um, yeah. Also, as a public service announcement, if you're going for pints and you're getting for your friends, fair enough, but don't order 15 a fucking time, man. Honestly, yes, but also. Hold it, because you have the poor guy with the pump machine that, again, note to club, clearly doesn't fucking work. Um with those little dribble bits with the forehead oh, on it, God, you know, yeah. waiting for it, waiting for it, waiting for it. And it's like, I don't know. It's just, it's not good. Yeah. I'd, one thing I would say is that I am just really happy they uh, haven't uh, uh, stuck uh, Vados sponsorship over those things that say Omniplast. I really Omni, like Omniplast. You like Omniplast, don't you? Yeah. yeah. It's a very, it's a very sort of... Um, northern england league two sort of sponsor for like a bit of the ground it's yeah. you know you know it's like you're thinking like like, like the evo stick like yeah league. or like yeah or like people still having you know like pucker pies as sponsors of bits of ground yeah. or like or like um very kind of you know smith and sons car breakers just on like single bits yeah. of sponsorship board. I quite like, like the, that. Like the like the long term sponsor for Falkirk for a long time, including when they were in the um, the top flight of Scottish football, was Central Demolitions. Nice, like uh, yeah. you know that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Scunthorpe having Raynham Steel on there. That, that's that's that a absolutely sponsor. Fits. That absolutely fits everything about Scunthorpe. Though when your badge has a fist holding a bar of iron, and the bar of iron on it has. Iron, iron, em- <laughs> yes. iron, that's a different thing. Iron emblazoned on it. You're like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I know exactly where I'm from. Anyway, um, here begins the campaign for Omniplast Bono. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that does not begin here, by the way. Um, so uh, after that bit of stadium-based ranting, shall we talk about a team who play in an absolute death trap of a stadium? From Omniplast to Omnishambles, it's very good. Fastavzlin. Cobblers. Hallows lean? You're a stupid head. Zborovka, is that you? Yes, uh, Cobblers, it is. Yes. Uh, as we take on the Schwetzi. Cobblers. Yes, we're playing <laughs> Fastav's lean <laughs> after that. Scotland beat the Czech Republic in Israel uh, in the Nations League. Uh, interesting game. Got a bit of history. I say history. We've played them in a couple of friendlies recently. Lean. Mm. One of them's a battering, and one of them we came uh, up with a two-one win. And yeah. um, uh, Vinter um, made them all look a bit stupid. Yes, that was uh, that was nice. I I uh, will briefly mention why I called the stadium a death trap before. Um, it's a weird little ground. It's sort of squashed between a river and a bit of a hill behind and if you go into the away section they still have one of those very old school turnstiles where it is very much one person through Mm -hmm. at a time and normally if you have those they will swing open like on a larger hinge on exit to make like a big 
you know, a larger gate to get people. That mm. doesn't exist. If it caught fire, it would be one out very slowly at a time. Yes. It would be everyone onto the pitch to escape were mm-hmm. something happening. So, you know, that uh, worries me slightly. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's a weird ground. It doesn't match. None of it matches. It's all a bit cobbled together, I suppose. Hey, like, it is very much cobbled together, yes. It's got a bit of that relic sort of feel, which yeah. I kind of like in a way. But, I mean, yeah, terribly, terribly unsafe. Can't hold European matches there. No, no, exactly. Um, yeah. That won't worry them too much because last season they looked like they could very easily be in a relegation playoff. Uh, yeah. Like, they... Um, I had a, some sort of stat somewhere which I thought was, was um, quite good. Um, I Yes, they, they didn't... No, that's actually um, um, Mlada Boleslav, actually, because I was going to mention that Mlada Boleslav um, l- lost to them um, at the weekend. So Zelene beat them 3-1. Mm-hmm. And it was actually Mlada Boleslav who haven't, haven't won a game after the return of football. Yeah. Um, a few draws and some losses. Um, and that's why it's maybe hard to maybe pigeonhole Zelina a wee bit and say what they're like because they lost to Slovatsko on the opening day. Slovatsko look like they've got the makings of a half-decent team um, going and that Mlada Boleslav team just looks like it's in absolute freefall. So who knows what's going on there. Um, they haven't strengthened too much either, Zelina. Um, but um, they've taken a centre-back, Prohazka, from Ostrava, which is probably wise. They uh, <coughs> sent it right back to Blansko as well. Um, mm. Matthew Hellebrandt has yeah. gone to Blansko. And I believe, as you pointed out, um, uh, maybe even in the last podcast or whatever, Ayuba Drame, who looks yes. like a really good signing, uh, f- a-, a player who looked like he could play at a level above in last season. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely should be should be fine at this level, Hemmed I think. Hemmed a bit back by the rest of his squad, perhaps. Um, they, I mean, he got 75 minutes um, against them, uh, against uh, Boleslav at the weekend, so that was good. Um, they did the same as us. They sort of changed a lot of their players and a lot of their shape compared with the first thing. So they're probably going to be in like a, maybe a 3-5-2 if they continue where they're going right. um, you've got to look out for Tomas Poznar as well who's in some good form scored the last three games of last season has won this season now and Drami could easily start alongside him even though he's like more like a right midfielder they played him more as a second striker so that could be interesting mm-hmm. and, and what could be interesting as well is that they, they, they're a wee bit old got a lot of late 20s early mid 30s in their squad and then the occasional 18 year old and we're all we're you all know, piss we're and all, vinegar, we're yeah. We're all scampering energy from midfield, yeah. aren't we? Yeah, yeah, piss vinegar and um, old man Stepanowski at the back. So, um. <laughs> oh, old man Stepanowski, what? <laughs> yeah, there he is. Could be an interesting game. Um, potentially a winnable game. We're also not sure whether we will be allowed to go yet. Yes. As we speak, there's the uh, Nations League break first. This game will happen on September 10th, I think. It's a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, and we're still not sure whether we'll be allowed to go or not, but we will keep you posted via social media. I Do I hope we go? Yes. Mm-hmm. Kind of, yeah. It'll be but, fun. Because you might be able to even take us down there. Well, I don't know, you see, at the moment. you a nice new motor. And, well, also, the other thing is, it's not that difficult to go on public transport. Hello, Dave, so. got a new motor. Hello, Dave, got a new motor. Ah! Uh... Yes, but I'm not releasing pictures of it yet because it's not registered. So, 
Anyway, um, yeah, that excitement is still to come. Yeah. Um, I, I I did have somebody message me and say you should spray its Royalfka red. I'm not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> um, just, just before we leave um, on that, uh, do you have any sort of wishes or, or, or hopes? Um, about, oh, plenty. No, I mean, regarding Zboryovka specifically against Fastav's lean. Um, seeing as it's a preview bit and all. Yeah. Um, I would say, again, any sort of point would be good because it, like, it's our first away game of the season. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, a bit of uh, away game fight would be, would be lovely. Uh, it's a bit of a derby for us, not... As much as Lean had in their opening game against Slovatsko, that's their big yeah. derby. But I would still, if we're allowed to, I'd like to see us take a decent following down there. I think that'd be good. Um, otherwise, no. I'm just, I'm just sort of looking forward to getting away days going again, if that's at all possible. Mm-hmm. That's that's my main hope and wish for uh, as soon as possible. Really, mm-hmm. it'd be very nice. Uh, right, is that it? Do you have anything else? Or um, are, we, I, I are we pretty think, much out? I think that's us. All right. Um, leading us on to... Yes, leading us on to... Um, on social media, the Zbrojovka Club account has started doing uh, a section where they are putting players... Like, a sort of a, a ten-song playlist of players' dressing room tunes, Right. They started with uh, Kuba Shural this week, who I accidentally called Pepe Shural earlier. That's not true for reasons we have gone into last year. Um, anyway, he uh, published his 10-song dressing room playlist, and we decided for this season, instead of the English-language song sung in Czech, which, to be honest, we're getting a bit jaded with, Frankly, it's only so many. Yeah, we we need to kind of mix it up a bit. So we are going to take uh, a non English language one of the songs that the players have suggested as being a getter upper, unless you, listener, send us in Czech language songs that you reckon would be interesting or fun for other, I would say, probably non-Czech language listeners to hear. So this is your chance to uh, do something exciting with this podcast, to get involved. Otherwise, you're going to be subjected to players' choices of songs, and nobody wants that. Do it right for a change, listener, as well. Like, Because, I mean, you know, we asked you to put in jokes one of those times, no one did. Uh, we put up all the 10 best goals and you voted for the wrong one. Like, <laughs> actually, you know, like, you think, you know, do you think this is just fun for us doing this podcast? Just sitting here drinking beer and talking about football. You think that's fun? Yes. yes. But, like, do do some of the legwork for crying out loud. You know, yeah. there's only so many songs I can listen to. Also, um, if you are listening from a different country, if your first language is neither English nor Czech and you feel like suggesting a sort of football-based getter-upper in your own language, be it German or Spanish or whatever, send us a link. Maybe we'll chuck it on the end, you know, as a, as a random little, you know, little Easter egg of, a, of an outro song. So, um, 
Yeah, with that to think about, <laughs> yes. um, we are and continue to be on all the social channels. Um, if you come to games, come and find us at the top of the sector above the Gentleman Ultras banner. Per- season ticket barrier permitting. Yeah, season ticket barrier permitting. Uh, come and say hello. Come and buy us beer. That hasn't happened for a while, but we'd like that as well. Yeah, it's been uh, about five weeks now. I know, it? dreadful. Um, otherwise... Here's some Carol Gott. Thank you to uh, Mr. Shoral. And that's it from us for this week. Bye. Dává, jaký je právě módní trend, že jiné písně neuznává, tak dám mu schází argument. Jeden řekl, nem si sako z kůže a vlasy víc do čela. Druhý řekl, lepší budou růže, Jen se mnou nic to nedělá. Zůstanu svůj a tónům stále náleží. Zůstanu svůj, na tom mi nejvíc záleží. Zůstanu svůj, ať různé vládly styly. Zůstanu svůj, A o nic víc mi neběží. Promisem, všem zavděčit se podaří. Já ale vážně nadšený jsem, když se tvé oči rozáří. Zůstanu svůj a tonu stále náleží. Zůstanu svůj na tom Zůstanu svůj, ať různé vlády stily Zůstanu svůj, mé písně nevšedily Zůstanu svůj, a on